Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday and we're in the season of ordinary time. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, the heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding Word of God. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, we begin at verse 16. St. Paul writes, If I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no grounds for boasting, for an obligation is laid on me, and woe to me if I do not proclaim the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I have a wage. But if not of my own will, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my wage? Just this, that in my proclamation I may make the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my rights in the gospel. For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might gain all the more. To the Jews, I became as a Jew in order to gain Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so that I might gain those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, though I am not outside God's law, but am within Christ's law, so that I might gain those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, so that I might gain the weak. I have become all things to all people that I might, by all means, save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, so that I might become a partner in it. This section, this uh, pericope, this reading, is part of a longer-running defense of Paul's calling in ministry as an apostle. One question Paul is answering here concerns his financial independence from the Corinthian church, perhaps more specifically his ongoing refusal of patronage or sponsorship from some of the more prominent families in the church. Well, this is an interesting historical key to understanding a 
reoccurring theme in Paul's writing to the Corinthian church. For our purposes this morning, let's simply consider what Paul writes in verse 19. For I am free with respect to all. I have made myself a slave to all. While Paul refers to himself and the nature of his apostolic ministry here, Martin Luther uses this verse as a a way of teaching us about how Christ would have us exercise our own freedom, the freedom that we have been given from him, how we might live in the freedom of the grace of God poured out on us through Jesus' death and resurrection for us. In Christ, we are set free from the powers of sin, death, and the forces of this world. In Christ, we are set free from the law and its requirements, circumcision, dietary restrictions, and other laws to maintain and sustain our purity. And at the same time, we have been commanded by Christ to love one another. And our faith, our love, our trust for God in Christ compels us to love and serve our neighbor. And so we are perfectly free from all. We are also at the same time slaves to all. Free from the obligation and legal compulsion, free to make decisions of our own, and yet slave and servant to all, as regards our love, following Jesus' own example. And it is the second part that guides how we exercise our freedom in Christ. We have been set free to love God and love our neighbor, and it is for our gain, And it is for our gain in Christ that we are set free to freely express our love for others in the name of Christ. So we make countless decisions each and every day. Some of these are involuntary, unexamined. But some are deliberate. Some are intentional. Perhaps as we go about our day-to-day, we can be aware of choices that we are making. And perhaps at the end of the day, we can spend some quiet time examining what we did and why we did it. Were we acting from the love of God for others and for this world that God made? Were we showing the love of Jesus? Were we loving as Jesus loved? And how might we then, day by day, grow in our love for God and for our neighbor, so that by our love for others we might come to know together, the salvation in Christ, that we might participate in this good news of God in Jesus Christ. Perhaps one way that we can begin to show our love is to get to know someone, to spend time with them, talking with them, actually listening to them, trying to understand them. It is hard to know what love is in any kind of abstract sense. We have to know each other. Love isn't love if it's not mutually given and received. And and I really think that's what Paul might be saying about becoming all things to all people. It is a matter of getting into their life with them, learning to see from their point of view so that we can share the gospel together, so that we can present the gospel to them. And, And maybe that's why researchers find that the most effective witness and invitation is the one that is shared by a friend someone who already knows them, has already shown themselves to be a loving and faithful companion in and through life.
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else and for what else are we grateful today? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for the sick and the hungry, for the grieving, for those who are at work, for peace and international harmony, those who work to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else, do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hand we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. And Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen.